Now you can get the same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. Greetings, dear listeners. We have been blessed by Almighty God, Allah, over the 90 years of our work in the nation of Islam and lifting our people up from the miserable condition in which we find ourselves. We ask your support of our effort and we hope that you will be generous and make a contribution to the work of the Nation of Islam and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan by clicking the button below or go to noi.org forward slash donate. We thank you in advance for your support. May Allah God continue to bless you and your families. Assalamu alaikum. This house is dedicated to knowledge and to the spreading of knowledge. Elijah Muhammad inspired new thought, new mind, new way of civilization among black people. But he wanted a house from which a light could be lifted up to give guidance to all who would be guided as this world begins to close down. This national center for the re-education and retraining of the black man and woman, but for the totality of the human family of our planet. I named this mosque after the only woman that the Quran names a chapter after, the mother of Jesus, Maryam. All human beings need to be re-educated. That is the purpose of the National Center. Assalamu alaikum. We ask if everyone would please stand for prayer. And as we ask for you to stand in prayer, we turn and face the east, which is the direction of which the sun rises, and is also the direction of our holy city of Mecca. And as we stand, we ask that everyone please stand in an upright fashion with your palms being up in such manner to receive the blessings from Allah. Surely I have turned myself to thee, O Allah, trying to be upright to him who has originated the heavens and the earth, and I am not from among the polytheists. Surely my prayer and my sacrifice, my life and my death are all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. No associate has he, and this am I commanded, and I am of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee. 
Thou art my Lord, and I am thy servant. And I have been greatly unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. And I ask protection against all my faults. For none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of morals. For none can guide into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and indecent morals. For none can turn away from me the evil and indecent morals but thee. O Allah, bless Muhammad and bless the true followers of Muhammad as thou did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham. For surely thou art praised and magnified. O Allah, make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful as thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For surely thou art praised and magnified. I mean. alaikum. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, the one God who came and appeared to us in the person of Master Fard Muhammad, to whom praise belongs forever. And to the Messiah and the exalted Christ, we bear witness that he is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we bear witness in the divine reminder, warner, and servant in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I greet you in the greeting words of peace of Isalam Alaikum. Happy Savior's Day. We are a blessed and highly favored people. We are still riding the spiritual high from our annual Savior's Day convention. All praises are due to Allah. To those that are watching, to those that are present, on behalf of the Nation of Islam, on behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we welcome you to Mosque Mariam. This is our national center. We are here to hear the life-giving teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We thank Allah for his blessing in giving us life. We thank Allah for his blessing in giving to us the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We thank Allah and his blessing for giving to us the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. For without these two men, where would we be right now? So in our life, we just have to be grateful to everything that Allah has done for us. And each of us as believers, we are witness bearers. We have a testimony to how good Allah has been to each of us. And to further and bear witness to the greatness of Master Far Muhammad, please help me as I bring to this podium one of our young students in the ministry class, Brother Tariq Muhammad. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. I greet you all with the greeting words of peace in paradise. We say them in the Arabic language of assalamu alaikum. Happy Savior's Day. Uh, first, I want to thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his National Assistant Student Minister Ishmael Muhammad for allowing me this wonderful opportunity to be before you all this morning. And I'm so honored and thankful to be here this morning to share words from this rostrum in this house, Mas Maryam. 
I never take these moments for granted, and I never take these opportunities for granted, for I am very thankful and grateful beyond measure to be able to serve in the ministry class here in the Nation of Islam. I want to thank student minister Ishmael again, for he did an absolutely wonderful job last week delivering that Savings Day address. All praises due to Allah. As student minister Ishmael Muhammad last week shared with us from the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, while he shared with us those teachings, he further eradicated the concept of God being some spook that inhabits space. He further eradicated that God being some formless spirit or some formless thing. For the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in his monumental book, Message to the Black Man, quote, God is a man. God is a man. And we just cannot make him other than man. For lest we make him an inferior one, for man's intelligence has no equal in other than man. I implore all of us to go back to listen to that address given to us by student minister Ishmael Muhammad last week. So, for it was such a wonderful address on proving the reality of God. I thank um, Minister Ishmael Muhammad also for his counsel, his mentorship, and all that he has done to aid me in my growth and development in this classroom. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stated last week during Savior's Day as well, he said, quote, never forget the people that helped you get one step further than you were. All praise is due to Allah. This teaches us an invaluable lesson called gratitude, as Brother Jeffrey just stated. In the Holy Quran, or before I go to that scripture, gratitude does not start with one another. Gratitude starts with the Creator. Student Minister Ishmael Muhammad last week in his address said, in his opening remarks, he went into this valuable lesson, invaluable lesson of gratitude, saying, quote, we can never forget what Allah God has done for us through the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. He goes on to say that God does not require from us money. He's above need of our prayers. He doesn't need our fasting. That's for you. That's for me to realize the divinity or the divine that is in the human being. He gives us the air to breathe. Look at the God. Minister Ishmael goes on to say, everything that the human being needs is already provided before we come into the world. So the minister said that it appears that the only thing God wants is gratitude, is thanks. And isn't that interesting that in the Holy Quran, when Satan was having his conversation with Allah, he said how he was going to attack the believer. He said, I will come before them from behind them, from their left side and from their right, right side, and you won't find most of them what? Thankful. So in our prayers, the al-Fatiha, which is the key, before we can, we ask Allah to guide us back to his straight path, the first verse in that prayer is what? Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah. For it is gratitude to the God that gives us back to the path of Allah. So gratitude is the mark of a believer. I'm gonna say that again. Being thankful and appreciative, all praises due to Allah for life, 
and everything that the God has provided and given to us for the substance and protection of our success in this life. So to finish what Minister Ishmael said, we can never forget what he has done and is doing and will do tomorrow for us. For he and his father are working out our salvation, end quote. So in closing, I am eternally grateful. I am eternally thankful to be a follower and a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, a man made by God, a man who is being made. And why do I use the progressive present tense? Because we don't want you to continue looking backwards as some yesterday, Jesus. We want you to look today for a living Jesus that is in our midst today. A man who is being made to end the wickedness of this present world. A man who is filled with the spirit of his father, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And he is destroying the very foundation of this world, which is a world based in falsehood. And he is building or he is being made to be the cornerstone of a brand new civilization that has no end, which is called in the scriptures, the kingdom of God. That is the man we follow. That is the man that we are striving to live up to as our example. And he is the man that is in our midst today. So we thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan so much for all that he has done. And we just want to tell you again, happy Savior's Day. Assalamu alaikum. Please help me bring up Brother Student Minister Jeffrey Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Can we give Brother Tariq another round of applause, please? As Brother Tariq said last Sunday, we were blessed to hear from Minister Ishmael Muhammad on the subject of how strong is the foundation? Can we survive? And in his studies of his teacher, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, in giving him that subject, Minister Ishmael Muhammad gave us a testimony of love. Last week, we were better acquainted with Allah and his plan for our salvation, our restoration, and our redemption. It says in 1 John chapter 4, 16, we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love. And all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan states, quote, the scripture says God is love because of his demonstration of love. How does Allah God demonstrate his love? Whenever Allah raises a prophet or a messenger from among a people, he chooses that people to be the bearer of the light of his revelation to those who walk in darkness. If we want to understand Allah's love, it is written in the scripture that Allah says, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. We believe that we are living in the day of the fulfillment of this scripture. We believe that we are the people to whom this prophecy refers to. We believe that Allah has come to deliver the oppressed, the downtrodden, and those that have not received justice, and that God is representing his peer to us in the person of Master Fard Muhammad. 
All praise is due to Allah. We bear witness that Allah is in the world because of the effect that his servants have had on our lives. What we were, we are no longer. We are being made into new creations into Christ. God's word is him, his word. The word of the book has the power to transform human life. It has the power to give sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. It has the power to raise people who are mentally dead and give them life. As the scripture says, but he knoweth the way that we take, and when he have tried us, we will come forth as gold. Brothers and sisters, I have the great honor and privilege of bringing to the podium our keynote speaker. Please help me as I bring to this podium student minister, Abel Muhammad. All praises due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who appeared to us in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad. We thank him for coming by himself. We thank him for leaving the comfort of where he was to seek and to save a people that had been discomforted for a long time, a people that had not known peace. They had not known the comfort of love, true love. They had not known brotherhood and sisterhood, for we had been under the enemy of God. And as a taskmaster, not only did they mistreat us physically, emotionally, but they miseducated us about the most important of all subjects, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of ourselves. They purposely took what was real and made it a mystery. They took what was known and hid it. And they even robbed us of the knowledge of who we are. So we thank Allah for coming by himself to do a work of resurrection, of salvation. And we thank him for beginning that process when he came to North America by raising up a man for us, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank them both for preparing one gifting to us, blessing us with an extension of mercy in the man who is my teacher and who will I attempt to represent to you today, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It is in their names that I greet you this morning in the greeting words of peace, which we say in the Arabic language. Assalamu alaikum. And let me start by saying I thank Allah to not just have to look at a camera today. I don't know if you're smiling or not, but it's good to look into human eyes today. I never thought I'd be so thankful to see foreheads. And it's a blessing, though, there's just a few here because we're social distancing. It's a few more than we've had in a long time to speak in front of. 
And I want to start by thanking Allah that we're alive today. Thanking Allah, praise be to Allah. To not just have physical life, but to be alive morally, mentally, and spiritually on the uphill road because of the work of a man who last weekend we celebrated 40 years of Savior's Days once again. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but I also have to thank the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Though I never met him, physically, I met him when I met the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Because every question I had from what I read of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, his son, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, had the definitive answer that I needed to hear and which helped me to know that this message to the black man in America, it was good for the Mexican in America too. It was good for the Puerto Rican in America too. And so, third but not lastly, because he's the one, I have to thank Master Fahd Muhammad. Because if it was not for him coming 9,000 miles, there would not have been an Honorable Elijah Muhammad. There would not have been an Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I don't know where we would be right now. So we thank you for what you have done and what you are doing. Last weekend, we were blessed to experience a most magnificent of Savior's Days. It was the 40th Savior's Day that we've celebrated now, marking, and this year marks the 44th year in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's rebuilding of the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. The number four is significant. So we have this year 44 years of labor in rebuilding, and this marks the 40th Savior's Day in that 44 years. The number four we have been taught represents foundation. And it's interesting that there's parallels to where we are today with where we were about 46 years ago. This time, 46 years ago, the enemy had attempted to write the most honorable Elijah Muhammad out of history. He thought that the remembrance of Allah who came in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad had been done away with forever. But they did not account for the special human being that Allah had prepared to do an unprecedented work. The enemy thought that they could put out the light of Allah with their mouths. They thought that their lies and false reports about the man who came 9,000 miles by himself, the man that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad represented to us as the savior, Master Fahd Muhammad, whose birth it is that we celebrate every February the 26th 
and he is now 144 years old. A man who came by himself and made himself known to us 91 years ago, July 1930. The 91st chapter of the Holy Quran is entitled Al-Shams, the Sun. And it's interesting because the commentators note that Al-Shams, the Sun, is feminine, as is the moon, feminine. But I want to read you the first few verses of this as I begin my subject this morning. But before I begin that subject, I have to say one more thing. I thank Allah before I go away from giving thanks too much. I thank him for the honor to be before you this morning. I thank student minister Ishmael Muhammad for his wonderful representation last Sunday and every Sunday leading to last Sunday. We thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, for it is his guidance, his teaching, his instruction that has given us a wonderful brother and student minister, Ishmael Muhammad. So I thank both of them for this great honor <laughs> to be able to speak to you who are present and those who are watching wherever you are on the planet. For this is not something that I've earned or feel I deserve or any of us do, but it's a blessing to be before you to give our testimony and witness of what this teaching has done for me. The 91st chapter of the Holy Quran, Al-Shams, the sun, which they say is feminine, but it starts with these words, by the sun and his brightness. Well, if the sun is feminine, why the masculine pronoun his being used? It continues, and the moon when she borrows light from him, and the day when it exposes it to view, and the night when it draws a veil over it, and the heavens and its make, and the earth and its extension, and the soul and its perfection. So he reveals to it its way of evil and its way of good. He is indeed successful who causes it to grow, and he indeed fails who buries it. The enemy wanted to bury, to conceal, to cover from view, to conceal in obscurity the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that he was taught by Master Fahd Muhammad. But Allah has caused it to grow. He has caused it to increase in influence, to become increasingly acceptable or attractive. They thought that the name of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad had been buried and forgotten, yet today we know he lives. And we know him in his true light as the exalted Christ, the Mahdi. And we know the man that taught him, the man who heard our suffering, who searched the earth, seeking to save that which had been lost, Master Fahd Muhammad, our Savior, Allah, God in person. <laughs> 
All praise is due to Allah. We live in a world where people write poems about what they do not know, which they call love. We live in a world where people sing songs about something that many have never really understood or experienced. Some of us in a world this cold have never even heard our parents tell us that they love us. And when people do use the term love, often it is empty or void of its true meaning and essence. The Holy Quran mentions very little of love, but it mentions duty often. In this connotation, if you tell someone that you love them, love becomes a verb. Duty denotes some activity that expresses the love that you have. Love, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us, is an enduring principle. Corinthians, first book of Corinthians, 13th chapter, gives us a list of words to describe what love is. It tells us love is patient, love is kind, that it's not easily offended, that it withstands or is patient. And then it tells us that love never gives up and it never loses faith. The scriptures of the Bible also tell us in the first book of John, in the fourth chapter, eighth verse, that God is love. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has taught us that the scripture says God is love because of his demonstration of love. The scripture then calls us to rise to demonstrate love as he, God, demonstrates. So then the question is, how does Allah, God, demonstrate his love? The Bible is full of references to the coming of God. According to the scripture, the Lord of creation is going to visit a nation and a people that is, that is a great demonstration of love. For Allah, God, to think enough of a people to visit them and a visit by God produces magnificent results. The question is, how will we know when God has come? What people and what nation will he visit? Student Minister Ishmael Muhammad reminded us last Sunday from the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad of the prophecies written in the Bible on the reality of God and his appearance. There is a promise made in the scripture and the circumstances which bring him, Allah God, into view. They make him known and they allow us to see him clearly as he is. The scriptures in of both Bible and Quran tell us of circumstances which would allow us to see where and when God would come. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan have taught us, and Student Minister Ishmael Muhammad has reminded us that in the 15th chapter of Genesis, starting in the 13th through the 15th verses, there is a prophecy of a vision given to Abram, where he's told, know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, 
hint number one. We're trying to locate where God is going to appear, who he's going to appear to, and when. So he's telling us not just for the sake of Abram, but for the sake of all who will read these words that God has a plan that he's enacting and he's giving us that which will allow us to recognize his presence when he comes. So he says that there'll be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. And then he says, and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. So there's a people who will be in a stranger in a strange land. They'll be in bondage to these strangers and they'll be afflicted by these strangers for four centuries. But then it says, also that nation whom they shall serve will I, God speaking, judge. And afterward shall they come out with great substance. God's telling us the circumstances of a particular group of people that are going to bring him, God himself, to the forefront. It tells us further, and we heard student minister Jeffrey mention it in his remarks. In the third chapter of Exodus, in the seventh and eighth verses, it says, the Lord said, I have in fact seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their pain and suffering. So I have come down to deliver them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a land good and spacious, to a land flowing with milk and honey. God is telling us that he hears. And as student minister Ishmael reminded us last week from the honorable Elijah Muhammad, you need ears to hear. We're reminded that God is telling us that not only does he hear, but he sees the suffering. You need eyes to see. Then he says, so I have come down to deliver them from the hand of the Egyptians. Well, I is a pronoun. And when we speak of I, we're speaking of an individual for inanimate objects aren't eyes. They are not independent. They can't speak with a voice. It is a human being that is speaking here. He will come down from one location to another. Here is the fulfillment of God's promise and what all the prophets point to, that God himself will intervene in person. Not sending a prophet, but he himself will, quote unquote, come down from his holy place to rescue his people. He comes out of his love and demonstrates his love by coming himself. So here it says that God has seen the affliction of his people and heard their cry. It says that he knows our pain and suffering. Well, he doesn't just hear and do nothing. He doesn't just see what's happening and not get involved. Not a God who loves us. 
out of his great and immeasurable love, he comes himself by himself to save and do a work of salvation. We know that's real love. When you're in trouble and you call someone and they're not waiting to see who else is going, but they pick up the phone, they get in the car, they don't even change, they come in their bathrobe and show up at your house. You know they love you and I because they're willing to stop whatever they're doing and come to see about one whom they love. This is the immeasurable love of God for his suffering people. Our Savior, Allah. Well, what is a Savior? What does it mean to save? And what is this work of salvation? The word Savior, according to the dictionary, means one that saves from danger or destruction. It also means one who brings salvation. Salvation, according to the dictionary, is deliverance from the power and effects of sin. It means the agent or means that affects salvation, liberation from ignorance or illusion. To save means to deliver from sin, to rescue or deliver from danger or harm, to preserve or guard from injury, destruction, or loss. We need a savior. And we thank Allah, we have a savior. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad writes in Message to the Black Man on page 237. I am here to teach you the way back to the truth back to the author of truth. A savior has come to save you from sin. Not because you are by nature a sinner, but because you have followed a sinner. You have been taught by a sinner. I want to say to you again that this truth has come to you to separate you from the devil. What a wonderful God. He doesn't blame us for our condition because he knows it well, but he comes to save us from the condition that his enemy and our enemy has placed us in. What a merciful God, what a loving God to look past our faults and see our need, see what we were deprived of, and not just see what we're deprived of, but then to go and study and seek to save that which had been lost and restore that which had been deprived, to make whole that which had been broken. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says to us in The Will of God, part three, that this world is a world of rebellion to the will of Allah God. And this is why this world has a limited time to rule and exercise power and authority over the peoples of the earth. And that's why the scriptures say, and he shall save his people from their sins. Today we are very happy to say to the world, says the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that the Messiah, 
that one that was to come is now in the world and has to and has come to bring to and has come to birth among a people that were no people at all and today he calls us muslim he calls us righteous but his aim is to save us from the sins of caucasian people that we have adopted and now from the sins of our own selves that we have poured upon by our rebelling against a teacher that Almighty God has placed in our midst. This is what Almighty God Allah comes to do to save us. He makes himself known by doing a work amongst a people that are lost, mentally, morally, and spiritually dead, and he brings us back to life. He does what no one but God can do. He saves us from the consequences of the sins of the world that we have been indoctrinated into and is as a people deceived, a people robbed of the truth. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad writes in the fall of America on page 50 that we must remember that the deceiver actually has deceived us. The coming of God in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever, is to make manifest this arch deceiver's work against us and to acquaint us with the nature of the arch deceiver, that deceit is part of his very nature. He, Allah, comes to give us the knowledge of God, of the knowledge of the God of evil who had freedom for the past 6,000 years to deceive not only you and me, but also the entire nations of the earth. This, says the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, is the greatest salvation that God Allah could bring to you and me, to know the source of our trouble and its cause. What a savior to give us not just a band-aid to cover up the blemish, not just that which is topical, which does not address the source, but he gives us that which will remedy the condition and make us whole once again. He writes the Honorable Elijah Muhammad on page 178 of Message to the Black Man in America. In this perilous and evil time, with the confusion of the people, government leaders, and rulers, the poor lost found members of the black nation who are called Negroes and their enemies must know that the truth is their salvation and their greatest weapon at this time the preachings and teachings of the true knowledge of God and the devil, which Allah God has missioned me, this is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad speaking, to do, and I am doing for you, he says, are beyond value. It is your life and the light of your life. It will bring you out of the spiritual darkness and ignorance into which you have been placed by the enemy of God by the enemy of the God of truth and light and understanding. Look at the love of our Savior. 
coming by himself, traveling the earth to seek and to save that which was lost. And upon finding us, he, it's not like he's just here to wallow in pity with us. It's not like he finds us and just simply shakes his head and says, oh, look at the pitiful and terrible condition. No, he comes equipped with that which will rise us up, which that which will stand us up. He comes equipped with the immeasurable love that allows him to come amongst us, a people who had been made unclean, a people who had been soiled, a people who had been tarnished, a people that had been doctored upon, a people that had been altered. A people destroyed. Yet he comes and he gives us hope. He comes and he gives us healing. He comes and he loves on us and pours out his spirit upon us so that that which was viewed as a carcass, which is the remains of something that was once alive, it now is breathed into again and we stand up and become a living soul, breathing men and women who are able to stand amongst the other civilized nations and people of the earth. He came and he saved us from a pit of fire. He came. With a word. But the Messiah, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has taught us that words matter. The Bible reads, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh, and that flesh dwelled among men, and the light shined in the darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. And he came into his own, but his own received him not. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says the Bible talks about the coming of the Son of Man. This is the man they call Jesus. The Son of Man would come without observation as a thief in the night to make himself known through a people that are no people at all. He desires to make them his people and he desires to be their God. Since the world has fallen into darkness, bestiality, and debauchery, he has a mission for them to be raised from their condition, purified, and then be sent to clean up the world. But he is a human being. It's not a spook that we're waiting on. It's not a, fanta uh, a phantasm. It's not a something immaterial. It's not something without form. It's a living human being in whom is the knowledge, the wisdom, the power, and the love that is needed to do this work. The greatest demonstration of Allah, God's love, says the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, is that he would knock on the door of your mind and offer you an invitation to receive him. His word is him. His word, the word of the book, has the power to transform human life. 
It has the power to give sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. It has the power to raise the people who are mentally dead and give us life. Master Fard Muhammad came alone. That is love. Master Fard Muhammad made his appearance in Black Bottom, a poor neighborhood in Detroit, Michigan, in 1930. Although he was from Mecca, he walked among black people who had a foul existence. Yet the stench of our foulness never displeased him to the point where he rejected us. He knocked on the doors and began teaching black people of our people in the East. Then he would tell them about the mosque meeting if they would like to hear more of the teachings. He would ask them to bring their friends. All the time he was teaching, he was looking for a man. In 1931, says the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, a man hears about Master Fad Muhammad and goes to where he was teaching, sitting in the back of the room with a pair of khaki pants on and 10 cents in his pocket was Elijah Poole, the son of a Baptist preacher and the grandson of a Baptist preacher. He grew up studying, listening to, and analyzing the Bible. So when he heard Fahd Muhammad teach and then ask people to join, Elijah Poole came forward and shook his hand. He told Fahd Muhammad, I know that you are the one written of that would come. Fahd Muhammad replied, no one else knows this but you. In words, do not talk about what you know. Then Fahd Muhammad began visiting and teaching him. Wisdom is known of its students. If Master Fahd Muhammad was not a wise man, he could not have produced a wise man. He taught Elijah Muhammad for three years and four months. Elijah Muhammad said, quote, night and day. So Isaiah, the prophet in the 19th chapter in the 20th verse says, for they shall cry unto the Lord because of the oppressors and he, the Lord, shall send them a savior and a great one and he shall deliver them. God comes and finds one from the oppressed, but one whose heart is after the heart of God. And he teaches them and he makes that one all up into himself. That one that he makes is so great and he's taught such a supreme wisdom and invincible truth and knowledge that the Savior, God in person, can leave and empower the great one that he made to continue the work of salvation. That one is the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He is not just a product of teaching on a cheap level of words from a book. We all can read the books that he read. We can't do the work that he did. Because he had something and was given something else. The heart is where love emanates from. 
And the master was looking with his loving heart for a heart that could match his. So it wasn't eloquence of speech that he was seeking. It wasn't beauty and stature that he sought. It was a heart of one who would be a willing servant. Because who could do the work of God except for a man like God, after God, in tune with God, in love with God, that would accept God's will and way as his own. Listen to the beautiful words found in our Savior has arrived on page 36, where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is speaking about Master Fahd Muhammad and giving us the words of the Savior. This is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saying in quotes from Master Fahd Muhammad, I'm gonna give him a key. I'm gonna give him keys for all of them that he can open their cave doors. It says, open them up, Elijah. It's master speaking. Here are the keys and tell them to come forth that I am here. He doesn't send anyone. He wants us to know him as he is. Tell them that I am here. Tell them I will set them in heaven at once. And then he defines that heaven. Money, good homes, friendships in all walk of life. What a God. What a God. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the black man's God. We'd have been under the white man's God all of these years. And all we had was hell and suffering and pain. So we wanted to try something else, something better, something proper, something correct. But how could we have what we never knew? So he came, the black man's God. He says, quote, tell them that I have come for them. He's not sending a prophet, no in-between. He's speaking directly to you and I through his messenger, Messiah. Tell them that I will walk up a mountain 40 miles to teach just one of them. Tell them, Elijah, I love them. A people who did not love ourselves, a people who had been taught to hate ourselves, a people who had been taught a false love of an, to an enemy, a love that isn't pure, but a love and in really a type of worship based on fear. Something that makes us subordinate, not that lifts us up. Something that made us inferior, not that made us whole. Something that made us other than ourselves when love allows us to be ourselves. Tell them that I love them. They have been here 400 years. How long? 400 years. Allah is showing us that he has never lied. His promise is true. We just didn't know what we were looking at. And there is none that has befriended them. 
I am their God, says this mighty one. I am their God and I love them. Listen to this, we've never known love like this. I will destroy the nations of the earth to save them and then die myself. What a God. A people who the world said were useless. A people who we were told were nothing. Negroes, which means something dead, something insignificant, something of non-importance, something that you don't even have to consider. And we weren't considered by anyone, but Allah God considered us. And then die myself. And listen to the love of his student. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad responds, I'll do the same. Come on now. I might love my wife and children. And if they're in danger, I want to go and save them, even at the risk of my own life. But if you run to save my wife and children, I know you love them too because I know you're willing to sacrifice and pay a cost. So here his servant says, I'll do the same. But he continued, he said, I can't destroy the nations, but I will die trying to teach them. What love. He, Allah, looked at me, says the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and smiled. He said, yes, you will do that. He looked at me more. He said, yes, he will give his life. Allah chose, Allah's chosen servant, the Mahdi, the exalted Christ has a heart after God's own heart. What a loving God to give us one from amongst our own, to teach us, to free us, to heal us, to save us. He does this by teaching him the truth. And then that great one teaches the rest. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said he knew that Elijah Muhammad had a heart after his heart, speaking to Master Fahd Muhammad. He knew that Elijah Muhammad would suffer anything and everything, even death to free us. See, suffering human beings, Negroes are not limited to just North America. The walking dead are in Mexico too. The walking dead are in Puerto Rico, too. We're shells, carcasses. We have the remains, but the essence of life that animated this is not present. We have the semblance of a living being, but we're not quite human beings because something had been missing. Elijah Muhammad proved that among us for 44 years that he would do anything and everything, even death to free us. Even though his assignment was only a clear delivery of the message, he did everything he could to show us that Allah God had visited us and loves us and is anxious to fight the battle for our liberation. 
God is love. He was willing to leave a comfortable environment to come 9,000 miles to live amongst us to find Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad said of himself, I was so deep in the mud that only my eyes were looking out. But a man that deep in the mud was chosen by God to lift us up. All praise is due to Allah. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says on page 64 of the fall of America, Allah God came forth in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad to whom praise is due forever. The son of man, as it is written, seeking to save that which was lost and to restore again that which had gone astray. He said to me that he would eat rattlesnakes to save our lives. I want you to understand the love of a God. Most of us would not even want to see a rattlesnake, touch a rattlesnake, much less eat a rattlesnake. He would eat rattlesnakes to save our lives and that he would walk 40 miles, again that 40, up a mountain to teach just one in order to save his life in exchange for our safety and return to our own. I have taken him for my God and my Savior. I advise you to do the same, says the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Brothers and sisters, we have been blessed. The God came himself. And then he poured himself into one from amongst us and made him all up into himself. And that one began pouring into a people a knowledge that will not only save us, but will allow us to grow into saviors of others. Knowledge and wisdom. He gave us knowledge and wisdom that allows us to be saved from the hand of our enemy. Allah has favored us. Out of his beneficence, he came out of his hiding place. He raised one to teach and guide us, our eternal leader, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we are being given more saving grace. Another special human being, a man made by Allah's own hands for you and I. A man whose mind is lined up with the eternal leader, whose spirit and will is to do whatsoever his father commands. He's a man who today is making the blind see and the deaf hear by Allah's permission. A man who heals and corrects us. He comforts and restores us by Allah's permission. And he is telling us what foods to eat and what to store in our homes. And today he is bringing a dead people to life by Allah's permission. This one who is helping us to escape the doom and judgment of this world. He is so beautiful in every way. When I see him, I just want to look at him. When I hear him, I sit up in my seat and I listen to him. Where he says to go, I go as quickly as I can. Where he tells us, stay from, we stay from. 
So when he said, we will not take your vaccine, we hear and we obey. He has proven his honesty and care. And we don't need to know why he said it or proof on why we shouldn't take it. It is sufficient that he said it. He is a man worthy to be trusted, proven to be honorable, and an example of humility. All praise is due to Allah. He loves his teacher and God so much that he wants to produce helpers for their purpose and their mission. See, now that's love, and as a woman, you may understand that kind of love. To love a man so much that you want to reproduce that man for him. A man or a little version of the man. That when he looks at the child, he can see himself in the child. When he hears the child, he hears his voice in the child. When he sees the activity of the child, he sees his mannerisms in the child. When people find your children, they tell you, well, I know that's your son. Not only does he look like you, he sounds like you, he acts like you, he has your mannerisms, he walks like you, he talks like you, but that's not the kind of child he wants to reproduce for the Savior. He wants to reproduce not one that just looks physically like, sounds audibly like, appears like he wants to produce one that loves like the Savior. Because it's love that will lift us up where we belong. So Nehemiah the prophet says in the ninth chapter, the 27th verse, therefore thou deliverest them into the hand of thine enemies who vexed them. And in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, you heard them from heaven. And according to your manifold mercies, you gave them save yours, plural, who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. Think about that. This is the love of God. This is the love that we must have. The Bible says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, which does not leave anything for anyone else. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says, Allah, God wants it all. Then the Bible says that we must love our brother as we love ourselves. Our people aren't bad people. You know how we know that? Because we are the people. We are those who were just dead a few days ago and some of us are still half in the grave. We are only beginning to be cleaned up, woken up, stood up. But we are being invited by God to a process. When we receive the truth, it isn't so that we can say, look what I got, look what I have. Look at me, God has chosen me. Yes, but God never chooses without a purpose. He didn't come to choose us so we could win some sort of contest, some suffering Olympics. 
where we think we're better because we suffered more than everyone else. And we now battle about who has suffered the worst, who has suffered the most. Humanity is suffering today. Humanity is lost today. Humanity needs answers today. Humanity is in need of love today. Where will they get it? They can't get it from a people who hate, but they can get it from a people who've known the worst type of hate, yet can still overcome and be lifted up by a God who loves. If you believe that, said the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that our people are not bad people, that they are simply not taught well, schooled, or guided, that they are a beautiful people, my challenge to you is this. What are you willing to do to suffer or sacrifice to help the Honorable Elijah Muhammad raise our people from where they are? If you believe that, then treat our people like you believe that they are more than what they show because what they show is the manifestation of their ignorance. If you treat them with an evil attitude, you only demonstrate that you have never been raised from a dead level. I'm gonna say that part one more time. If you treat them with an evil attitude, you only demonstrate that you have never been raised from a dead level. All praises due to Allah. Do you love our people, he asks? What are you willing to do to prove that love? God is love. And the love that God is, is the love that God did and showed. We've never known love like that. We in the nation of Islam, we who follow the Messiah, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we are being challenged to not only better for ourselves for the benefit of ourselves, though that's where you start. We start by improving ourselves. Self-improvement is the basis for community development. But once we start cleaning up, so I'm no longer an alcoholic, that's good for me. And maybe my children and my family, that I, they don't see a drunkard. And maybe it's good for my community because I'm not littering beer bottles and cans all over the neighborhood. Maybe in a small way that's good, but mostly I benefit from that. If I get off of drugs, that benefits me and in other ways, possibly the community. But those are limited ways that we can improve ourselves, but it's where we have to start because that's how Satan has buried us that far in the mud. So some of us may say, well, I've never taken drugs. I've never used or abused alcohol. Yeah, but how do you treat women and men? How do we treat our children? How do we treat our girlfriends, plural? Boyfriends. I say it lightly, but it's not funny. Because every time we injure a human being, we're injuring a vessel that God has come to claim so that he may spread salvation. So to abuse what God loves puts us in danger. 
to be in cahoots with the world that God has come to destroy puts us in danger. So how do we avoid it? We've got to love like he loved. Well, how can I love like God? Look at the one that he raised for us, the two that he raised for us, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Two men raised from amongst us, one mind, one heart, one soul, a father and a son, a teacher and his student. The beauty in his expression is the beauty in the heart. And whatever was there before he met the truth, it was cleaned up and purified and perfected. So now the scripture says perfect love casts out fear. Well, you can't put perfect love in an imperfect heart. And you can't have a perfect heart in an imperfect man. So the Savior comes to save us from the sins of our oppressors and the conditioning of our oppressors, and he does it by making us new. Today, we are being offered a true Savior's Day gift, the mind of God, the heart of God, the Word of God, the way of God, the will of God, that we may recognize it, submit to it, and do it. So I close with these words from my teacher, the Messiah, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that he spoke 40 years ago, Savior's Day 1981. He said, we, plural, we have determined that our people are going to be free. As the Bible says, he will send saviors after them. We have determined that every one of us who has a knowledge of God and the truth has a responsibility to go after our people to save them from the wrath of God coming down on America. That's love. God, as it was written in the scripture, in the book of Exodus, he saw the affliction of his people and he came down to deliver them from the hands of the enemy. But in Genesis, he told Abraham that after the four centuries, he would judge that nation. And he would bring them from the hand of the Egyptians into a land of their own, a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. God comes not just to make us dependent in a silly way on him, where now we're waiting on him to do everything for us. It's this false concept that we have of a savior because of the movies we watch. We think Superman's always gonna swoop down because he's not really that super. We think that Spider-Man's always gonna swing by 
and catch us right before we fall. Yes, God is always present, and he's always present in the knowledge that he's giving us if we will accept it and think on it. He's knocking on the door of our minds. The question is, will we let him in? The Holy Quran says God does not change the condition of a people until they change themselves. Well, that's unfair for you to just see us suffering Allah and think that we're going to just fix ourselves. That's not what the Holy Quran intends with that verse for us. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has clarified for us that it means that he has given us what we need to change. Allah equips us, he teaches us, and then because he's not a tyrant, he allows us to choose. Will you accept? There's a consequence, and he makes us very aware of the consequence, but he does not force any of us to accept. He teaches in his mercy for a certain amount of time and allows us a time to make a choice, but the mercy isn't forever. And this is why we have a Savior's day. A day is present time, it's a period of time, an era of time, it isn't forever. So he comes out of his love, not just to judge and destroy all that is wrong, but he comes, judges, and then gives us an opportunity to come out and escape the judgment. What a God. Look at as a parent, sometimes I've gone into a room where the children were misbehaving and I didn't ask questions. I started whooping. That was unjust. God is so much more loving, so much more merciful. He sees the room, but he knows who's in charge of the room. So he goes to the one in charge and tells him his decree of judgment and tells him the consequences for what has been done and what will happen if things do not change. And he does it for the sake of a people whom he loves, a people who were no people at all, but a people who he has chosen as his own, that he will be their God and we will be his people. Isn't it beautiful to know that we are not forsaken? Isn't it wonderful to know that we are not forgotten? We have to determine that every one of us who has a knowledge of God and the truth, we have to accept the responsibility to go after our people to save them from the wrath of God coming down on America. That is our duty. That is our act of love. This is our demonstration of love, and it follows the example that the Savior gave to us, that we might be cleaned up and used as instruments in salvation for ourselves first, for our families and our people. Happy Savior's Day, brothers and sisters, as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum.
All praise is due to Allah. Those who are watching for your first or second time, that love that is unfailing is being expressed to us today through the work of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. What we convey today, if it is the will of Allah, was our testimony of what we have witnessed and experienced of the man, what he's taught and what he's exemplified. If you believe that what you heard today is the truth and good for our people and want to become a member of this nation of Islam under the leadership and example of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, there's a button on your screen. You can push it and it'll ask for information so that you can begin the process of cleaning ourselves up so that we can be better saviors of ourselves, helpers of the savior and saviors and helpers and servants to our suffering people all over the planet Earth. I thank you for this honor as I greet you once again in peace and bring up student minister Jeffrey Muhammad to take us into our closing. Assalamu alaikum. All praises are due to Allah. Let us one more time put our hands together. Our love and appreciation for student minister, Abel Muhammad. Now going to asking those that have listened and if you enjoyed what you heard to give to help the mission of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We ask now that you donate in charity and as the scripture says, one cannot attain to righteousness unless you spend out of what you love. So we ask everyone to help in the mission of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Make your donation right now, please, to assist. It's nation time, brothers and sisters. It's nation time. It's time for us to build independent businesses. We need factories. We need farmland. We need our own schools. We need our own hospitals so that we will never have to take any vaccinations and any shots. We won't have to trust our enemies. We'll hire our own. We trust our own. We train our own. But we cannot begin that unless we as a people are willing to put our money where it should belong. And our money should first pool in our neighborhood first before it goes to anyone else's neighborhood. So everyone that is listening, please give to help the mission of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We also like for everyone to get a copy of the world famous and the best newspaper on the planet, the Final Call newspaper. You can get a hard copy or you can get the digital copy on finalcall.com. And also we want every one of you miss any of the workshops if you missed last week's lecture, you can go online at NOI.org and you can watch it all again and again and again and again. Let us put our hands together and show our appreciation for all of those who hosted workshops. We'd also like for you all to tune in, tune in to Final Call Radio where you and I are blessed to hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, not for a few hours, 
not part of the day, 24 hours a day, you can hear the life-giving teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Final Call Radio. And for those that are interested in purchasing products, books, tapes, CDs, videos of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and the student ministers here in the Nation of Islam, you can go to store.fc.com. That's for the products at the Final Call. And lastly, we want everyone, we have our weekly meetings. We want everyone, no matter what city that you're in, make contact and attend some of our weekly meetings. You can tune in right here at NOI.org. And this Wednesday, this Wednesday, this Wednesday is our 12th annual Nation of Islam Webathon. All praises due to Allah, where we, as a collective, we come together and we have a chance to show our demonstration of love and giving to the Savior's Day gift. And this year, our young brothers and sisters will be leading the charge as all of us will be giving to show how much we love Allah, how much we appreciate Allah to giving to help his servant, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. If everyone would now please stand for prayer. Attention prayer. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, all praise belongs to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the merciful, master of this day of judgment in which we now live. Thee alone do we worship and thine aid do we seek. O Allah, guide us on the right path the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not the path of those upon whom thy wrath is brought down, nor of those who go astray after hearing thy teachings. I mean. Welcome to your digital edition of the Final Call newspaper. Once inside the app, the menu is accessible through the menu icon in the upper left corner. If you click the help button on the menu, you can use the tutorial. You can choose to read in standard page view or content page view. Click or swipe in either direction to navigate throughout your digital edition.
In Standard View, you can click the title of an article of interest to view it as a popover. Double tap to zoom in and pinch to adjust your zoom level. When you see the speaker icon, click it or tap it and it will read the article aloud. If you have not already subscribed to the digital edition of the Final Call newspaper, go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. Now you can get the same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. Greetings, dear listeners. We have been blessed by Almighty God Allah over the 90 years of our work in the nation of Islam and lifting our people up from the miserable condition in which we find ourselves. We ask your support of our effort and we hope that you will be generous and make a contribution to the work of the Nation of Islam and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan by clicking the button below or go to noi.org forward slash donate. We thank you in advance for your support. May Allah God continue to bless you and your families. Assalamu alaikum.